eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. We've got a little bit of breaking news, a little drama into the Go 24-7 podcast, and it's going to be recruiting heavy on this one. I'm Billy Embody. With me, Shay Dixon. Shay, our day was kind of going along just fine and dandy, and then news kind of hit that, Zach Evans, the five-star running back who is set to announce his decision on Wednesday, will in fact not do that. He's going to end up announcing at the Under Armour All-America game. This is uh, for, for a recruitment that has had some twists, some turns, and some secrecy to it. For Zach Evans to finally come out and say, I'm committing Wednesday, only to now back off of that. This is obviously huge news for a guy that LSU looks to be in pretty good position for. Yeah, I mean, I think that still, when you look back at his whole recruitment, LSU's done um, a pretty bang-up job. I mean, if he doesn't pick LSU, there's not much more they could have done being 12-0, and 0, featuring Clyde edward Delaire, uh in a pretty major role in a, in a year where he's probably going to go pro. Um, you've seen that the young running backs will get a chance to play, uh, and he's just been around campus so much. So I like LSU's spot. That being said, um, Evans, like you said, he's – He's tight-lipped. He keeps it close to the vest, however you want to put it. Uh, he's never really shown his hand and let everybody know exactly what he's thinking. Uh, much of it is often just speculations from, you know, second and, and third party, you know, second-hand, third-party sources. Uh, but really, Zach has, has kept a very tight lid on it. Uh, so not shocking. A little surprising that he actually came out and said, hey, I'm going to do something on Wednesday. Uh, I'll be ready to commit then. But um, now, like you said, holding off, going to do it at Under Armour instead. That's in early January. And, uh, Billy, the thing I'm going to be watching um, perhaps most closely, which uh, we'll get a feel for in the coming weeks, is does he want to sign with the college in December? Uh, they don't announce that uh, signee uh, as part of the class. Uh, and then they um, hold it until he announces it Under Armour. He gets to have his big moment on TV. Uh, and then after that, um, you know, the program would reveal that he had already signed or that he was in the books and uh, he would be able to enroll in January, which uh, he's talked about before, uh, at least wanting to sign in December and, and get it done with. So I'm anxious uh, or curious, I should say, now to see that. But I'm not shocked at all that um, that he's not announcing Wednesday. I was more shocked that he was going to announce Wednesday. Yeah. And for those who maybe don't follow recruiting as closely as as some others out there, what Shay's hinting to is that Zach Evans could sign with the college on the, during the early signing period. At some point, he could put pen to paper, sign his NLI, 
or sign financial aid paperwork and kind of make his decision final. And so there's two ways he could do that. He could sign the NLI, he could be locked into a school, and that school can then hold the announcement until Zach announces it at the Under Armour game. Or he can sign financial aid paperwork, and since he's expected, I think, to enroll early, he can then just enroll in the school of his choice as well. We've seen it done a few different ways, but if he were to do the kind of the scholarship paper route, Shay, that just kind of throws another twist and turn into this recruitment. Yeah, of course, uh, and it's expect the unexpected. And I don't think really it's, you know, people will bash a kid. I think that's a bit off base. I think that he's beyond saying he was announcing now, he's kind of done what he said all along. He always said he would wait until December. He always said that uh, he would take it to the end. Um, I'm a bit surprised he didn't use all of his official visits. Um, he's still got some left in the tank. Uh, and really, we're looking at a scenario where uh, I feel, uh, Billy, and, and I'll let you respond if you feel differently, but that Bama's, you know, they've got two running backs committed. Uh, it doesn't seem that they're overly in the mix anymore. Um, they were a top team. Texas, another uh, team that had made his initial top five, doesn't seem to be in play. Uh, Georgia has Kendall Milton committed. They're recruiting other running backs. And uh, even on the Georgia side, they haven't carried much confidence uh, after really the early part of the year. I mean, August, September, uh, Georgia thought it might be them. Um, nothing ever happened. And, and now we've got a decision that uh, plays out into December. And for me, at least, the one team maybe I'm watching most is A&M. Uh, and, you know, he's friends with DeMond Demas and some other kids to ruin their class. You know, it's the staff well. And it, look, LSU just beat A&M 50-7. to I mean, A&M faced arguably the toughest schedule in the country. They lost all five games uh, against really good teams they played and, and finished 7-5. and five. If you think that Jimbo is not going to do everything he can to get the number one player in the state to stay, to stay in Texas and to go to A&M in a year where they need a running back, uh, you're fooling yourself. Um, so do I think that A&M ultimately gets him? I don't know. I mean, I still have A&M LSU as a team to beat in my mind. But uh, I will say that uh, I think at this stage, if he is still mulling things over, it doesn't surprise me at all that A&M would be the other team in play. Yeah, and, and I, I feel I feel similar to you. I, I think it is kind of coming down to an LSU A&M battle. And look, when we talked to Zach before the season, when he kind of started setting official visits, one thing that stood out to me was he said he really wanted his grandmother to be able to go to games. And look, you can jump on a plane. You can do a lot of things to get people places. But the two programs that were in the mix that really allow that to happen in probably the easiest way are LSU and Texas A&M. Yes, you could fly into Birmingham from Houston relatively easy and go to an Alabama game, or you can fly all the way from Houston and go to Atlanta and then into Athens or whatever. But I think LSU and A&M, this is kind of shaping up to be the battle that a lot of people thought it would be. And Jimbo Fisher and Ed Ogeron, two of the best closers around. And it's going to be one of those strategic battles. And it's probably going to remind me a little bit of another North Shore five-star Caleb on on kind of that strategy. When does Ed Ogeron use his in-home visit? When does Jimbo Fisher use his in-home visit? And how do they play all of that out and play the chess match that is the in-home visit and, gosh, maybe even getting him on campus for an unofficial late? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing you really got to think about um, moving forward is kind of how, how often are you going to see him? When are you going to send Ed Ogeron over there? Um, are you certain he's going to sign? 
uh, in December, you know, because you can do that, as we said, even with a January announcement, or does he hold it to February and Orgeron can only go once? So are you using it now? Or are you going to, you know, feel things out behind the scenes and, and somehow use it in January? And uh, I thought someone, I don't remember who it was, um, on the board made a comment that I agree with is we'll really know how LSU feels if they start cranking up the heat with other running backs. And right now they're in a spot where they're not doing that. They've kind of just been uh, going after, um, you know, going after Evans as kind of their, their big fish here at the end. So uh, I think we watch what colleges are doing here down the stretch when you're uh, people are trying to get them to campus uh, and then what they're doing for, um, uh, you know, with their in-home visits, because uh, as I said, you can only do once a week and you can only do one for a head coach. Uh, for Orgeron and Jimbo and, and Kirby, those are going to become paramount. No question. And we're going to be tracking it all on Go 24-7. If you're listening to this, take advantage of our Cyber Monday extension to get on board with the 75% off deal on annual subscriptions. New subscribers. For our current subscribers, we've got something special coming for you guys later in the week. So look out for that, though. If you're looking for Zach Evans' scoop, if you're looking for a scoop on a lot of the guys we're about to talk about on the other side of this break, Definitely take advantage of that deal. We've had over, gosh, 250 signups in the last 36 hours. Shay and I were talking about on the podcast we did earlier today before this news broke, and we decided to jump on another, that just an awesome, awesome showing from Tiger fans jumping on board with Go 24-7. So if you want to take advantage of that, definitely check it out. It's worth your time. If you want to just try us out for a month, check it out. For just a buck, you can sign up for, for Go 24-7. So. We've got a lot more to talk about on the recruiting front, and we're going to do that right on the other side of this break from the Go 24-7 podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Look, we mentioned it on, on the flip side. Of it. There's a lot of drama to, to kind of talk about on, on the official visitor front that, that LSU had this weekend hosting an Alabama commit. And, and then and Jordan Birch, who's another five-star prospect that we're going to be monitoring. Caleb Williams was on campus. We're going to get to all of that, but let's start by breaking down LSU's new commitment, 2021 Jackson, Mississippi, Provine wide receiver, Deion Smith, 6'2", 172 pounds, announced his commitment on Sunday to the Tigers. He's a top 100 overall prospect in the country. He's just shy of being a top 10 overall wide receiver in the country. This is somebody that was committed to Mississippi State and, and decided to go ahead and decommit and, and flip to LSU. He was on campus for the Arkansas game. And so I love this commitment. He's a two-sport star. He plays basketball. 
basketball. Shay, this is one that LSU was starting to chip away at, and, and sure enough, they go ahead and, and get the flip done. Yeah, I mean, that was a, I like the pickup. And look, we often see kids, especially at skill positions, will commit early and then ultimately in a, a year plus when they sign, they may not, you know, they've gone their separate ways or whatever. Um, but I think he's talented enough to where this one may, may well stick. I mean, as you noted, he's athletic uh, as can be. He's a, a two-sport standout. Uh, and doing so provides a big deal, uh, and certainly when it's basketball and football. Uh, and I think that if you look at him, too, a thousand plus yards as a junior, um, double digit touchdowns on the field. Um, he's got legit stats to back up, uh, you know, his athleticism. And uh, LSU felt like for a bit there uh, that, you know, he was one of the better prospects uh, that they evaled. Uh, they liked his upward trajectory. And uh, as you noted, they'd kind of been working behind the scenes to, to make it happen and got him flipped. And uh, his head coach played for uh, Coach O at Ole Miss. Um, so there's some familiarity there. Uh, and I think that you're looking at a situation where, uh, and I don't know how the class will completely shape up, 2021 uh, only has, what, three commitments right now, not that many, three or four. Um, but when you're looking to get to a full 25 and you, know, you always take three or four receivers, uh, those offensive skill positions are going to be really interesting to watch because we know that they're after big quarterbacks with how well the offenses play. They're going to be able to have uh, sort of their pick of the litter again with uh, the wide receiver spot. and. Uh, depending on how they finish up at running back in this class, uh, that could become paramount for them uh, in 2021 to, to land a good running back. And and obviously they're signing two really good tight ends this cycle and, and one of the, the best in 24-7 history in, in Eric Gilbert. So uh, I think that wide receiver next year is one I'm really interested in because I think that they can kind of swing for the stars and them taking a kid like uh, Deion Smith right now this far out tells me that they really like him. They, they have no reason to be taking kids just to take somebody, uh, and they know that, so clearly they must feel good about, uh, you know, what he can do. No doubt, and and look, as a sophomore, really impressive testing numbers from this past spring: a four six one forty on laser, four three one shuttle, thirty three inch vert. So when he hits the camp circuit this spring, I think he's going to even you know top some of those numbers. So a really good athlete, somebody that's trending up. Certainly, I think in the rankings, we've already got him a little bit higher than the composite. So really good pickup here for LSU. And look, they're gunning for, for more. They're not done. Uh, but really, it's in the 2020 class. Over the weekend, they did host two commitments for official visits. Marietta, outside linebacker, defensive end. But B.J. Ojolari was on campus. Five-star corner, the number one corner in the country, Elias Ricks, was on campus. He's set to – both of them, I believe, are set to enroll early at LSU. Ricks, I know for sure. And having both those guys on campus – to spend time with some of the commitments that were on campus, like Jordan Tolls and some of the others, is a big positive. But the big name on campus was Alabama commit and Theodore outside linebacker. Uh, it really is an inside linebacker, but LSU likes him as a pass rusher, Demoy Kennedy. This is one that LSU has been pushing for for the last really few months and certainly uh, well before he committed to Alabama after he picked up that offer over the summer at camp. This is one of the best players in the country, somebody with a ton of upside that's coming off a of monster senior year, Shay. Yeah, I mean, he can play inside, outside, backer. It doesn't matter. He's a freak. Uh, he'll he'll wind up a five-star on the 24-7 composite. Um, won't shock me to see him as a five-star on 24-7. Uh, his senior film is as good as it gets for a defensive player uh, and really does it all. I mean, he's out there, pick six, returning kicks. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can see why Dave Aranda loved him so much in the spring. Because remember, 
Kennedy was, I think he'd been on four straight weekend visits to LSU. There was rumors that he was a silent commit, um, but he was pretty upfront about it and said, look, let me go to Bama, work out at camp. I don't have an offer, uh, but I'd like to see if I can get one because I grew up really liking Alabama. Uh, obviously, they did offer camp and he commits on the spot. And uh, fast forward to now, uh, he says, look, I wanted to make one more visit to a school that's not Bama to see if I'm really in the right spot. And uh, that school he wanted to visit was LSU, which doesn't come as a big surprise given uh, he was so high on the Tigers before he committed to the Tide and, and got that offer. Um, but I don't know how much further we see this go. And I, I'm not counting out LSU at all here. Uh, look, when you get guys like Garrett Gilbert and Rakeem Jarrett and Jermaine Burton uh, and down the line to commit on visits when you weren't really expecting it, or at least onlookers weren't, uh, that shows that you can uh, you know, step into the ring with uh, just about anybody in this cycle. Uh, and potentially come out a winner and, and still standing. Uh, that said, he might be arguably, I wouldn't say the most, because Bryce Young uh, at quarterback is probably the most important player in Bama's class, but Kennedy's up there. They, they want some help at the linebacker spot. He's an instant impact guy, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many people, uh, it seems. Uh, and LSU as well. Look, he could come in and, uh, and see some playing time early on. At, uh, I think that they've recruited linebackers a little bit better than Bama has, but uh, they're also at a point where they're starting to turn over the roster a little bit in these coming years. So um, I'm interested. I'm interested to see where that goes. I, I wouldn't say bank on anything, but uh, it certainly shows he hadn't completely shut the door on LSU, Billy, if he's visiting two weeks out from signing. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, look, another another player that, that is squarely on the radar for LSU, somebody that's beginning to trend to LSU, is is Philip Webb, who's one of the top outside linebackers in the country, somebody who's more likely than not going to end up a five star. And so I, I think he's somebody that could very well end up in LSU's class. He's out of Lanier High School in Buford, Georgia. And right now things are going really well for LSU in their in their pursuit of him. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, when you look at the most likely guys to end up in the class, I'd put Webb uh, at the top, if not in the top two, maybe. Uh, I just feel good about the work Dave Aranda's done personally recruiting him. Aranda um, kind of hones in on a few linebackers each cycle that he really likes. Sampa and Josh White, uh, two commitments were obviously two of them. And uh, they were after Kennedy. We've talked about Drew Sanders, um, Wesley Steiner. There have been others uh, that they've recruited at the linebacker spot. Uh, but I don't think that uh, there's been a guy they've been sort of after most kind of as consistently uh, who's still out there as Webb. Uh, and remaining uncommitted and, and kind of still feeling things out down here uh, in the final couple of weeks. He's going to announce December, I think it's 18th or 19th. It's what, you know one of those two days in the early signing period. But uh, point being, he's got an Auburn trip this weekend, then Bama. Then he's going to be ready to decide. He just went to Florida. I don't see the Gators as a player uh, in the, down the stretch um, you know, to any, any real kind of point uh, of where they might be able to land him. So... I have LSU as the team to beat. I know we have our crystal ball on him. Um, so do a number of others. Wilt Fong, uh, from the national kind of view of it, it thinks that LSU is the team to beat. Um, and really, I think it's in large part LSU's played well. They've recruited him well. Uh, he really likes Aranda. They get along um, and, and kind of see eye to eye on a lot of things football wise. But uh, you got to hold on here. I mean, his dad attended Auburn. That's where he'll be this weekend. Uh, and then obviously Bama. Uh, is Bama, and they recruit well, and, and they've um, been after him for as long as anybody else. So it'll be interesting to see this one play out, but I do 
I carry more confidence on Webb than maybe everybody else beyond a guy like Doomerville, maybe. Uh, another name that we, we can talk a lot about talk is lot about 2021 five-star quarterback, quarterback Caleb Williams, who was on campus this past weekend for an unofficial visit. Gosh, he arrived late Wednesday night, spent Thanksgiving with the coaching staff, and really spent a lot of time going through everything at LSU, scoring facilities, scoring Tiger Stadium, meeting with Joe Brady and Steve Ensminger, meeting with Ed Ogeron. He got the red carpet rolled out, and then he watched LSU roll up 50 on Texas A&M this weekend in Tiger Stadium. This is a guy, five-star quarterback, number one dual-threat quarterback in the country in 2021. They've been pushing for him since really the summer this year to get him back on campus, and they did. And and uh, judging from the way his dad talked with Steve Wiltfong afterwards, which you can read on Go 24-7, LSU made a big, big dent in in landing their, their 2021 quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't – when you're looking from a dual-threat perspective, it doesn't get any better than Caleb Williams, at least from what we've seen so far. He's – his junior film at Gonzaga was really good. We've got it uh, up on the site now if you want to go check it out. Um, he can get it done with his arm and his legs, and that fits well with what LSU is wanting to do and, and liking to do um, You know, from the quarterback spot. Uh, and I think that in, you can read Wilt Fong's article, but um, his dad, Carl, kind of went in depth. Caleb's dad, obviously, went in depth about the visit and said, look, his mom was blown away. Uh, we were all blown away, and it was much more than you get to see. Like, like I said, almost an official visit to where they were meeting with the coaches nonstop. They were watching film nonstop. They got to go to a game. They got to, you know, kind of hang out and just spend downtime with the staff. And uh, it got as deep as you know, meeting with um, Jack Marucci and and the athletic training staff and Moffitt and knowing exactly sort of the structured environment they're going to be in, uh, how advanced they are, and all the different things they're doing to, to monitor these, uh, you know, student athletes from uh, not just an academic perspective, but uh, a health perspective and an, uh, an endurance perspective. And, um, you know, knowing what they're putting in during games and practice and, uh, and what's leaving their bodies and, and kind of balancing it all out with a, a custom schedule for each kid of what you eat and what you drink. And uh, it's like pro football. Uh, and I think for uh, Caleb Williams family, it kind of blew them away of, Hey, look, if we want to play at the highest level, uh, let's start doing that now. Uh, and I think a place like LSU and, and what they've offered up uh, fits in line with what they're looking for. And, and maybe most importantly, Billy, uh, LSU's offense, what they continue to impress every week. Uh, it's a very quarterback friendly offense. They're going to, you're going to have receivers and running backs and tight ends uh, in this class and on the team and in the next class that uh, are as good as anybody out there. Uh, and they got to sit in the stands on a night uh, where not only did LSU win 50 to seven, but, it was senior day, and Joe Burrow comes out uh, to this standing ovation uh, out of the tunnel. He leaves the game for Miles Brennan and uh, gets a standing ovation again. And um, it was sort of one of those memorable nights. And for a quarterback prospect, I'd have to think that I'm sitting there thinking, not only is that pretty cool, but that's pretty cool that they're doing that for the quarterback. Could that be me one day? Uh, and just like I said, if you check out Wilt Fung's article, it's VIP on Go 24-7. You can find it on the site. Um, his dad goes into some detail where uh, you would have to be led to believe that uh, while there are still a bunch of visits left, if LSU ain't the team to beat, uh, they're tied at the top. No question. It was a big weekend for LSU with the visitors in town. Big recruiting weekend. Plenty more to come as the early signing period approaches. It's SEC title game week as well, so we'll have tons of coverage for that 
on you uh, on go 24 7 for you guys so check out that again take advantage of cyber monday extension before it runs out and don't forget subscribe rate and review the go 24 7 podcast well plenty more this week as we get closer to the sec title game on saturday between lsu and georgia so stick with go 24 7 for all that thanks for listening to this edition of the pod and we'll catch you next time guys